Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and their stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might be able to help you here in the near future. My guest today is no different. This guy is amazing. He's doing some great things in the Heroes community, and I'm going to bring him on in here in just a moment. First off, I want to give a huge shout out to Heroes Media Group and all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now, today's guest is a uh, is a man who I've been following for, for quite a while. He's got a great story. He's a, a, a professional stock car uh, driver. He's currently racing in the NASCAR uh, Xfinity Series. Um, the only uh, Dodge, uh, I believe, in, in the series, in NASCAR right now. And then he's also uh, part-time with the Camping World Truck Series. Uh, it's none other than Mike Harmon. Mike, how are you? Great, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Hey, love it. Thanks for taking time. I know you're a busy man, and uh, you're constantly on the go, so I was glad we were able to wrestle you in here for a little bit and, and uh, get you on the show. Yeah, there's not much time to slow down around here, not even if you're not on the track. I love it. I love uh, it. Well, Mike, let, let's, jump, let's jump right into this. Tell our listeners sure. a little bit about yourself. Well, I've been racing stock cars at some level since I was very young. And I wanted to decide I wanted to do this when I was like four or five years old. I know it sounds crazy, but my, my father raced uh, on modified cars. And, uh, of course, my mom would send me to the shop with him. And the way he babysat me was set me in a seat, one seat belt. And then there's a steering wheel in front of me, and old modified didn't have floorboards, so I could watch him work on the race car, and I was amazed. And oh, it's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, I've I've had a, been racing for over forty years, and had been very fortunate to still be healthy and, and able to do it. And I still feel like I'm nineteen when I'm doing it, and um, you know, I, I want to thank I've you know, follow a lifetime dream, got to go places, visit places, meet people, help people get in the NASCAR. Yeah, you know, I, I think I had a, contributed a lot to sport, but then you know, I've got back a lot too. Right. So, well, I tell you what, I've been I've been following you for quite a while, and you, like you said, you've been racing for a, a, a really long time, and and at the NASCAR level, I think you started back in what ninety ninety six. Uh, somewhere in the late late nineties. Is that correct? Yeah, ninety ninety six was when I really made the move to NASCAR. I was um, I ran the short tracks around Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, and I was really uh, the way in our terms, I was like a, a bigger fish in in a smaller pond. And we, if I didn't win, and I hate to say this in a way, but not public, but sometimes I felt like one of our top NASCAR drivers, I now. But, you know, I hated to lose. I hated to lose. And I won over 300 races. So I think six or seven championships. And, you know, I, it was 
I was hard for me to leave that and come to NASCAR mm-hmm. because I knew it took money. It took more than ability, but I could see that, that the, I was racing professionally, you know, full time. That's all I did. And I could see that it was getting harder and tougher to make a living doing that. And I was asked to come up, up to North Carolina and run them. Uh, at that time it was a bush car. And that was, when I made the dedication full time was like in the ninety nine two thousand, and so I came up and I done won a bunch of races. I was old enough, mature enough that I could really get, you know, I could run fifteenth or twentieth or twenty fifth or whatever it was because I knew it. And everybody that knows anything about racing knows it takes funding because these these cars run on cubic dollars, not cubic inches. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> and I promise you that. But, you know, and I've been here ever since and got to race on tracks I just watched on TV and dreamed about driving on, you know, even been, even going to them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I feel very blessed to be, to be able to do, do what I do. And, and if it helps somebody, that's great, you know, and, you know, I just, uh, pretty, pretty appreciative. But I'm telling you, my granddad, he, he didn't much like me doing race cars. He, he thought he was trying to get out of work. <laughs> if he only knew that, because I work about a hundred hours a week, every week. So, so you know. It, but it, this is the type of business that you. It really requires a lot of dedication. Uh, and and if you're if you're if you haven't seen the behind the scenes of what goes into these NASCARs, I mean, there's there's a lot of science to it. Uh, and 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 like Mike said, this stuff is is not. Uh, it, it costs a lot of money. You know, you got engines, you got you know, equipment, you got personnel and fuel, and 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 the tires alone, uh, I'm sure, are just uh, god awful expenses. I, I would reckon. Yeah. So one one tire is over five hundred dollars. One tire is over five hundred dollars. Holy crap! <laughs> Oh my god! I complain about changing. Change. I I complain about paying eighty bucks for a tire down in for for my small Honda. It's like five hundred for a freaking tire. You gotta get get out of here! Holy cow! And uh, and um, our seat, the seat, for example, is like sixty five hundred dollars just for a seat. Six hundred dollars for for seat belts. You got. My, I had to buy a helmet last month. Helmet, microphone, thousand bucks. Holy cow! Uh, <laughs> Hans is twelve hundred bucks. You know, Jeez. so it's just crazy money it takes to it, do it. And how we do it, I can't. I don't know. It, we just find a way. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Mike. Let me ask you, you. You know, you're talking about growing up and, and watching this and, and watching the tracks. Uh, and then, and then having the opportunity to to race on some of those tracks. What what would you say is your favorite track to uh, to race on? Any track that I run good at. Really. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, Love you know, it. it's it's. I like the really small ones or the really big ones. Either um, the miles or less, any of them basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and I like I love Daytona, Talladega. Looking forward to going to Pocono this week. And um, you got the one straightaway is over four thousand feet long, and you know that's that's almost a mile. So you just sit there wide open, and you just got it's just like a piece that you get it you don't hardly ever get. You're just driving down that four thousand foot straightaway, 
Oh. It's, it's crazy, but it, it just gives you some kind of feeling, you know. And you're going into a 120-degree corner. So you're looking at it straight at a concrete wall for 4,000 feet, and you're running wide open, 180, 90 mile an hour. So, you know, you don't have to be real smart to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it and that's but that's the thing though i've i've i i look at this and like i'll never forget my first nascar race now i grew up you know like you know i've had cousins that raced on the dirt tracks in northern wisconsin and whatnot and 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 i remember my first nascar race was down in phoenix and i had never been I, I had no idea what to expect i remember going to the track and I was like, all right, you know, you, you get that typical where you hear people are like, oh, they're in a car, they're going fast, they're making a left turn. And it wasn't until I sat, I was on, I'll never forget this, I was on uh, turn one. And when they when they said, you know, start your engines and the whole the whole place rumbled. And then when you see them whipping by at, a, you know, you know, 100 plus miles an hour. It, you got to thinking like, you can be smart, but you, you got to, you know, you got to be. You know, you, you now all of a sudden you're in you're in a traffic going that fast, making a, a turn that's you know a, at a different angle and this and that. It, it's really fun to watch. And and those of you that are that are listening to this right now, if you've never been to a uh, NASCAR race, you're you're really missing out because it, it it is really really quite the experience, and it they never never disappoint at, at all. So. Um, you know, Mike. You, you know, you're you're racing right now in the Xfinity Series, number seventy four. Num, number seventy four. Uh, right. And and you, if correct me if I'm wrong, but are you you're the only Dodge Challenger in 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 the in the pack right now? Is that correct? Uh, on a regular basis, I am. And every now and then, uh, Carl Long might bring a Dodge, but that's it. Okay. So. Very but not, but on a regular basis, I am. So oh. now you, uh, um, you've you've also teamed up with uh, uh, Veterans Motorsports, right? This year in the pit, tell that's, us a little bit how that pr- transpired and and what that's been like for you. Well, uh, Steve Morgan and and David and those guys, this this head of it, work. They all worked at Penske, and of course, you know. Uh, Penske used to run Dodges before they changed over to the Fords. Right. Um, a couple of years ago. And there was a, a lot of equipment that was not being used. And I made a made a deal with them to, to run the, you know, buy some Dodge stuff and Dodge engines and stuff. And that and that's how I met Steve and David. And, you know, got, we're all about the same age and, um, you know, understood each other. And, they appreciate what I was trying to do, and uh, I definitely appreciate what they're trying to do with the veterans. You know, bring attention to them, and you know, they were, everybody here knows that if it wasn't for them, we can't live how we live. Amen. And uh, I'm a respectful, appreciative guy, and you know, I I think there's not enough of that in today's society, and I think there's people that don't even really. You realize what the military is or does for us. I'm talking about younger people. You know, I might, I might be wrong, but then I never hear them talk about it. Right. I'm trying to bring awareness to that and 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 let them know that, that, that they don't, you know, what they did is not in vain. That's, you know, ever we appreciate it, you know, respect the board and uh, 
you know, it's hard, it's hard to put in words, but but it, it just wouldn't be the same without them. Right. And the least I can do is bring awareness to it, you know, and um, and try to bring good time and uh, give them something to focus on. And I think, yeah, you do, I think you've done a pretty amazing job with that. That's definitely, uh, you know, you and I have a um, uh, a friend in, in in Karen there, and uh, she was oh, yeah. That, yeah was able to link us together. She's, she's such a great great gal. I've been blessed to be friends with her for quite a while. But I think I think what you're doing is is I think you're what you're what you're doing, Mike, is I think you're really setting the tone and setting the example for the rest of the NASCAR community and and, and what you're doing with uh with the veterans, having them in the pits and, 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 and working it. Which by the way, this last race uh that you guys you, you were just you guys were just at Dover. Um, and, uh, it had a little bit of a, I understand it was watching, it had a little bit of a hiccup during practice, had to change the motor out, got the, got the car on the track, qualified, uh, 40th and then, uh, finished the race. You moved through the field, uh, ran a clean race and, uh, and finished at, uh, what, 20, 25th. Is that correct? 25th. Yeah. 25th, yeah. Hell of a race. So hell of a race. Yeah, it, it was, it was good. So. So I think second practice and maybe the first practice. Which for some reason we lost oil pump belt and and you know, oil pump is the heart of the engine, so we had to change. You guys did did a good job at that change in a couple of hours. We did get some track time. We we missed the setup and the, the car was pretty rough to drive, but hey, when once they throw the green you gotta make the best of what you got. And we were just was smart, kept, you know, ran our race, stayed cool, and persevered, and wound up 25th, and, you know, it's, you know, to never give up attitude, that's what you gotta have, and, um, you know, appreciate, appreciate finishing 25th, don't complain because you didn't finish 24, but try to get 24, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's uh, you've been you've been doing really well this this uh, year. It's been fun to watch, that's for sure. Uh, Mike, what's the hardest? Let me ask you this. Yeah, I, I gotta ask, what's the hardest thing about being a race car driver? You know, the driving is it, it, really the easy part. It's because it came natural to me. I mean, I was and my dad's kind of groomed me for it the whole time. Um, I mean, I'll never forget the couple first things he taught me uh, when I first told him that I wanted to drive a race car. He said, boy, you don't have no guts to drive no race car. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just building a fire, <laughs> you know, which I realized that later. But, uh, and he said, you got to, like you said, you got to have a passion. And they, I, he used the word, you got to, if you're going to do it, Mike, you got to marry. There's no, no halfway doing it. Right. And um, well, uh, and it took off from there, and of course he passed away. But uh, but he, he passed away on a Sunday morning. But Saturday night he saw me win two races. Oh wow! So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That that is yeah. really cool. Let me ask you this: Now you're racing yeah. uh, part time in the uh, in the truck series as well. What I do there, I, I've got two trucks that I run, uh, two different teams, and I drive some some of them. And but I give uh, 
younger driver an opportunity that that don't have the money to carry to Kyle Bush or carry to some of the bigger teams a way to get their foot in the door for less money. And, uh, you know, they bring some sponsorship and run. And like last week, we had Jordan Anderson in the one. He had an engine problem late in the race. I think he finished 21st. And then Cody Ware, he ran a cup race Sunday. We, we had him in the truck Saturday to get him some seat time, and he finished 18th. So it, it, it was, you know, it just helped younger, younger guys get into the sport. And I wish I'd have got that opportunity when I was their age. I would have probably came up sooner. But um, I know how hard it was to get get in the door without writing a big check. So, you know, if I can make it easier for somebody else and get them on the racetrack, but, you know, I, I will. Um, as long as I can, you know, as long as... I don't lose a lot if I can just make a living, you know? Right. So I'm not trying to get rich on one race. Yeah, and and no. and, and and ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a prime example of of somebody who's got their heart in the right place and is willing to do things for other people very unselfishly. Mike has been in this business for a, a long time, and uh, the fact that a what he's doing not uh, you know not only for the veterans, uh, having them in the pits and and um, recognizing them especially and I'll, and I'll get into some of these honor cars and stuff uh that, that he's had uh, on the tracks this year but given the example what he just what he just shared with us about you know getting some of these younger drivers some seat time that might not have that uh you know the money to get up in some of these other teams uh mike's given these guys he's a teacher he's an educator uh in this business and and it, it's clear to see why he's very well respected um in the in the community uh and whatnot mike let me ask you this um you've had a lot of opportunities a lot of uh, times in your life where you've had to make that decision this show is called the decision hour and share with our listeners that maybe a time in your life where you've had to make that decision of you know i'm this is what i'm going to do i'm going to either uh i'm going to either go back to to shorter tracks or i'm going to i'm going to move forward with, with NASCAR doing this? I mean, give us, give us an example or, or a time in your life where you've had to make that decision and what it was like and what you were feeling at that moment. Well, um, it goes back to my dad. He told me that, uh, you got to conquer where you're at before you move to the next step. And, um, like I say he passed away pretty early in my career. And, um, I did win quite a few races. He did get to see that. But then I got, you know, I'm about six, eight, ten years later, I got to, to dominate, you know, pretty much the area that I was racing in. And um, instead of uh, of getting the, the really high that you needed when you won, I got more of a disappointment when I ran second. And that was telling me that I need to, go to the next level because I made my mark I've done all I could do at that level and it was time to go up and you know I knew that at my age I was taking a big chance I might not ever win another race but I would be racing and I should be able to make a decent living for myself and for some guys on the crew 
and you know, it was pulling me that direction, and that's, I followed it, and that was when I made that commitment, I said, in 2000. and it hadn't been easy, but, you know, I'm still here in 2017, and I don't, I don't regret it, I do it all over. So I just, just follow my passion, my dream, and, and whatever, whatever rock was in the road, kick it out and go on. Wow, that that's and this is such an amazing story, folks. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this: um, and before we let you go today, if you had uh, some advice for one of our, you know, for our listeners that are out there that are where their, you know, where their foot or their feet are on the on the line, and that it's time for them to make a decision in their life, what what advice would you give them? Well. I mean, if it's, if it's really what you want to do, and it's really the, your passion and your love, and you feel like you have the ability and it, what it takes to do it, you know, you'll find a way. You know, don't let nobody make that decision for you. You, you, you got to be your own man because you, you got to pay the price. Whatever it is, you know, and um, and that way you succeed and you feel much better about yourself. If and I don't accept it, if you know, if it don't work out, then you got nobody to blame but yourself. But but that's the key. If you want it bad enough, you'll figure a way to get it, and you might lose some sleep, but you'll still figure a way to get it. Some great advice. And I'm talking about doing it the right way, you know. Yeah. I so. yeah I got I got what you know I was I, was, I do I do got one more question now is uh and you've been in you've been in this business for a long time and and you are uh you, you teach a lot of these young guys that are that are trying to get their foot in the door as you say how long how long is Mike Harmon going to be behind the wheel racing? Uh, you know, as, as long as he can give 110%, and as long as, as, uh, as he's not scared or not nervous or and he still enjoys it, you know, and it still makes me feel like I'm 19, and if I can get my leg up behind up to get over the door, <laughs> I'll get in it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can't give 110 percent, now I'm I'm done. Right. Or if, I, if my leg ever starts to get shaky, I'm nervous and worried about it, I'm done. I've been racing. I've actually been driving race cars for 44 years. <laughs> every year, I mean every year. I missed. I'm I'm I missed a couple. You know, six weeks because it takes six weeks to heal a broke bone. I've cut cast off, get in the race car and race, and go back to the doctor on Monday, get another one. But <laughs> he don't like that stuff <laughs> but, <laughs> but I asked him if he had one with a zipper, but he didn't have one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, you just, you know, I had a doctor, and I know everybody knows who Bo Jackson was. He, 
you know, his doctor fixed him up. I, he he sat through my leg one time. I asked him, Doc, can I can I uh, can I race this weekend? He looked at me. He shook his head. Mike, you couldn't if I told you, you could. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a show off. I'm kind of bashful, but um, when I went went back, I carried him a trophy when I won the race Monday morning. Oh, when I went back to my physical test, <laughs> uh, don't tell me I can't do something. <laughs> so I tried to turn him down. So, and it was a big race. I mean, the Pensacola is 119 cars there, and I was on the pole with 119 cars Holy and won the race God. with a broke leg. <laughs> Jesus. Well, so, oh, my God. You know, God. <laughs> <laughs> That is that, that, that's, that's dedication and determination for that matter. Right well, well, my, I, I had a you know I had a um, it was the last race of the year, and I had a really bad accident at Homestead, a birthday to help me. I mean, I got a concussion, broke leg, broke elbow, broke a tooth, I, you know, bruised every color of the book, and uh, I didn't want to end my year that way, and so I got and I was at the hospital that night. My brother-in-law and me were carrying the days to the to snowball, and we had just under six weeks to get well. So, and, I, and I went down home in that race. So, That's and that was made the winner a whole lot better. <laughs> Folks, I'm talking with uh, Mike Harmon, Mike Harmon Racing, uh, and he's got a team uh, backing him from Veteran Motorsports. Got to give them a shout out. Uh, to our veteran community out there, I love those guys over there. And uh, Mike is is has been racing as you said for forty four years, and and um, he's definitely uh, he's he. Uh, listen, I think Mike is 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 setting the example for what Na- the rest of NASCAR is, is. I think starting to really look at uh, you, seeing Mike, and if you. If you're not following NASCAR, get on there uh, and, and watch the number 74 car uh, each week because uh, I, I tell you, you're you not disappoint. Uh, just watching him and uh, uh, is really quite amazing. And, and everything, and now hearing his story and everything that he is doing, not only for the veterans, but for the young guys that are trying to get into the business uh, to get their foot in the door. And he's educating these guys and giving them their shot, their opportunity uh, to get some seat time. It's truly amazing. And, it, and it's kind of a, a cutthroat uh, business, the way the, wor- the world that we live in today. So the fact that Mike is willing to do that just goes to show what a big heart this man has. Mike, my hat's off to you. Uh, I, I really do appreciate you, and I appreciate you taking time to come uh, share your story here on the Decision Hour with the listeners. Well, I, I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate everything Karen does and Veteran Motorsports. And, you know, I, can, I can do what I do, but I, and they didn't put the word out there. She didn't write all of them, take all the pictures, and take care of all of us that wouldn't get out, you know? Amen. So, and, and just appreciate, appreciate what you do. And really, really appreciate the veterans. And, you know, I, I do. And I know a lot of people do. And, I mean, I'm, I feel like I get overlooked, but I'm sorry. But 
But when you stop and think about it, then they really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so each part refused to take no for my advice. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Folks, that was Mike Harmon from Mike Harmon Racing. Uh, he's work, or excuse me, drives for NASCAR uh, in the Xfinity Series, and uh, has got a strong backing uh, in his crew with the uh, Veteran Motorsports uh, there. And uh, you can find them out at the tracks every weekend. Um, it, it's just an amazing story. And forty-four years. The guy's been racing for forty-four years. I mean, most people. <laughs> Racer guy are retired. It's not Mike. I mean, he every time he's like a a kid in a candy store. He gets in that car and just that need for speed, I guess. And uh, it's it's really fun, you know, talking with him offline and uh, you know watching him race and the passion that he has, and more importantly, just the the help and dedication that he has for for the veteran community and these young guys that are trying to get their foot in the door. Uh, racing so uh, it's really something else so thanks again Mike for for being on today Uh, that's all the time I got today folks Uh, hope you enjoyed the show make sure you check out all the other shows and the sponsors over at Heroes Media Group by simply going to www.heroesmediagroup.com until next time you've been listening to The Decision Hour